This is the Ask Dr. Jill podcast, where Dr. Jill Wagner will have conversations and discussions designed to take the mystery out of medicine. Your next appointment toward living a healthier life begins right now. Hello again, everyone. Dr. Jill here. Thanks for taking time today to invest in your own health and healing. I've practiced medicine in the Dallas area for nearly three decades. If you would like to be a part of my practice, we'd love to have you. Contact information will be provided later in the podcast and also in the show notes. But for now, let's jump right into our content for this episode of Ask Dr. Jill. Today, we are going to talk about vitamin C. And if you have listened to any of the other podcasts that we've done already, you know we've been talking about the immune system and we've told you some of the things that you can take in order to stay well, particularly during this pandemic. Vitamin C is one of those. So let's just get started on what vitamin C is and see if we can give you some information to help you along your journey. Vitamin C, first of all, is something called an essential vitamin. I'm going to tell you what that means. That means your body cannot produce it. So if you're going to have it, you have to take it or consume it in some foods. It has many roles in your body and has been linked to some impressive health benefits. It's water-soluble. It's found in fruits and vegetables, including everybody knows that vitamin C is in oranges. So whenever you go and purchase vitamin C, a lot of times it's orange to kind of help you uh, think of it as uh, something that comes from oranges. It's in oranges, strawberries, kiwi. A lot of people don't think about Kiwi containing vitamin C, but it does. Bell pepper, broccoli, kale, and spinach. So you can see there are a lot of options for getting vitamin C. You don't have to have orange or orange juice every day in order to get your vitamin C. There's a number of places that you can get it. The recommended daily allowance or the recommendation for how much vitamin C you could have or you should have daily is 75 milligrams for women and 90 milligrams for men, unless you're in the middle of a pandemic, which we are. In that case, you need to consume at least 500 milligrams daily. And in some of the protocols, they've talked about having as much as 1,000 milligrams daily, in particularly if you think that you have some sort of infection. So here are some of the scientifically proven benefits of vitamin C either in food or supplements. The first thing is that vitamin C is a powerful antioxidant. Let me tell you what that means. It can help your body get rid of things that can harm it. So when you are going through your regular metabolic processes, your body will sometimes produce these things we call free radicals. Some of you remember this from a science class, and even if you don't, don't worry about it. But a free radical is like a three-year-old. It's like a three-year-old in a china cabinet. So it's molecules that go around in the body, and it's banging on the DNA and causing it to be abnormal. It is causing all kinds of havoc in the body and can cause inflammation and those kinds of things. 
the damage that free radicals cause is called oxidative stress. When you have vitamin C available, it acts like a mother controlling the three-year-old. So it actually controls those free radicals so they can no longer cause the damage. Why is that important? It's important because it keeps you or decreases your risk from having such things as heart attack, stroke, cancer, infection, and many other diseases. So you want that vitamin C to help your immune system, but also to help your body fight off damage from free radicals. Another thing that vitamin C does is it helps to manage high blood pressure. So we all know that heart disease is the number one killer in the world, not just in America, but all over the planet, heart disease is number one. So it puts you at risk of heart disease if you don't have adequate vitamin C. Studies have shown that vitamin C can help lower blood pressure in both those who have high blood pressure and those do, who don't. So if you have not yet developed high blood pressure and you want to keep that blood pressure in check, taking vitamin C and consuming foods that contain vitamin C can help your blood pressure to stay at healthy levels. There was an animal study that found that taking vitamin C supplements helped to relax the blood vessels. And when the blood vessels are relaxed, the pressure in those vessels is less and therefore your blood pressure is less. An analysis of 29 human studies found that taking vitamin C supplements reduce your systolic blood pressure. You know your blood pressure has a top number and a bottom number. It reduced both your systolic and your diastolic blood pressure. So the bottom line is this. If you have issues with your blood pressure, if you take adequate vitamin C or you consume foods that are rich in vitamin C, your blood pressure can be lowered. And if you have normal blood pressure, having adequate vitamin C can prevent you from developing high blood pressure. So that moves us to the next thing. If you control your blood pressure, of course, that decreases your risk of heart disease. So taking vitamin C and having adequate levels of vitamin C decreases your risk of developing heart disease. It not only helps to lower your blood pressure, but it also decreases your triglycerides and your bad cholesterol. You heard me. Decreases your triglycerides and your bad cholesterol and increases your HDL or healthy cholesterol. So eat an orange, you know, eat some kiwi, any of those things so that you can help those things to stay where they need to be. There has been one analysis and it was an analysis that looked at nine studies. It was a combined study that included 293,000 participants. That's a huge study. And they followed those people for 10 years. The participants in that study who took at least 700 milligrams of vitamin C daily had a 25% lower risk of heart disease than those who did not take vitamin C. 
I think those are amazing numbers. So would I like to take some vitamin C so I wouldn't need a blood pressure medicine? Absolutely. Would I like to eat some kiwi and oranges and some of those things so that I could decrease my risk of heart disease? Absolutely. So your next thing, are there any of you out there who have gout? Vitamin C helps to reduce uric acid levels and therefore decreases the likelihood that you will develop gout. Now, gout can be very debilitating. There are people who have to miss work when they have gout. They have to use a cane to walk. I mean, it can be excruciating. I remember when I was in training and we did a lot of work where we were at the VA and we'd have, you know, these veterans who had a lot of health issues uh, going on and we go into their room, you know, as medical students, you're kind of in there and you're like, what can I do for you today? You know, I'm learning and thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to learn by taking care of you. And they may be undergoing a bypass surgery or they may have some renal disease or something like that. And they would look at you and say, okay, all of this good. I know I'm going to have my heart operated on later today, but this toe is hurting. Can you do something with this gout? And it just always struck me as such a major thing because it can be so painful. So taking adequate vitamin C lowers those levels of uric acid in your blood and decreases the likelihood that you will develop gout. Another thing vitamin C does, vitamin C helps you to absorb iron. As we get older, we just don't absorb iron like we really need to. And that can really become a problem because then you develop anemia and there are all kinds of issues associated with that anemia. But supplementing with vitamin D helps you to absorb iron better. So vitamin C assists in converting that iron that is poorly absorbed, such as plant-based irons and other irons that are um, not absorbed well. It converts it into iron that your body can absorb. And that's really important. If you consume as little as 100 milligrams of vitamin C, you may improve your iron absorption by 67%. So if you're somebody who's been struggling with anemia, a particularly women of childbearing age will often be anemic. And you're taking your iron, but your levels are not increasing to where they need to be. If you will take that iron with some vitamin C, that will increase the absorption so you can get the levels where you need to be. Researchers found that supplementing with vitamin C in addition to iron helped control anemia in those research subjects. So the next thing, we've talked about this, and I keep coming back to this because our immune systems are so important in keeping us healthy. One of the main reasons people take vitamin C is to help their immune system. So many of us have heard over the years that when you get a cold, take vitamin C, and then you'll see another study that says, well, we're not sure whether that works or not. I can tell you that there's tons of data that indicates that if you are exposed to a virus, 
Vitamin C helps you not to get sick. And if you get sick, taking vitamin C decreases the length of your illness. So remember, we talked about it helps those cells of your immune system to do what they need to do, those phagocytes and monocytes and all of those things, to when they see something that is going to make you sick, they will be ready to jump into action when you have vitamin C on board. First of all, vitamin C helps encourage the production of lymphocytes and phagocytes, like I said, and that'll help to protect your body against infection. Secondly, vitamin C helps with white blood cell function. So when you do get exposed to something, vitamin C being on board helps those cells to jump into action and kill that potential thing that could make you sick. And thirdly, vitamin C is also important for your skin to stay healthy. Skin? You jump to skin? Yes, I jump to skin. Because remember, your skin is one of the first lines of defense that your body has to protect you against pathogens. The next thing, and I thought this was really good when I was doing the research for this particular podcast, when I saw this a particular benefit of vitamin C. It was one that was new to even me. And it is that vitamin C helps to protect your memory and your thinking as you age. So we've all heard about dementia and there are so many kinds of dementia. Maybe we'll talk about dementia at some point later on, but but it's a very broad term and it's used to describe the symptoms of of memory loss and poor thinking and poor decision-making and those kinds of things. And there are some dementias that we know about, like vascular dementias, where people will have a series of small strokes and then their brain doesn't work as effectively. And then there's some other dementias that we're not quite sure why those developed. And initially, people thought it was just a natural part of aging, but now we know aging does not necessarily equate or equal to dementia. So there are a number of things that go into developing dementia. One of those is oxidative stress. Remember I told you at the very beginning that that vitamin D helps your body to fight off uh, oxidative stress. It helps to keep those free radicals in control so that they don't damage your body. One of the body parts that can be damaged by those free radicals is the brain. And so when you have vitamin C on board and you are sequestering those free radicals, it decreases the likelihood that your brain will be damaged and therefore impaired. So it decreases your risk of dementia. There was one study in particular that I thought was very important, and that was a study where they followed people for many years. They looked at those who had a high intake of vitamin C, either vitamin C from food or supplements, and they found that when they did testing to evaluate their memory and their thinking, those people who either supplemented with or took or consumed foods that were high in vitamin C performed better on those tests. 
I think that is amazing stuff. And I think it's great to know because we all, as we age, want to help protect our brains. And so we know that vitamin C can help us do that. There are a few other things that I think are worth mentioning, but the science has not necessarily proven. That means they're still being investigated. So I think they're worth us going through so you can keep your ears open uh, to see what happens as we learn more about these. The first one is the prevention of the common cold. Now we know that if you get exposed to a cold and, and, and your immune system is operating better, it's less likely to make you sick. We also know that if you get a cold and you're taking vitamin C, you're not going to stay sick very long. But they are doing studies where they are particularly exposing people to large amounts of cold viruses to see if them giving them vitamin C can help them or prevent them from getting the virus altogether. That information kind of goes back and forth. So in terms of prevention, of colds, they're still investigating that matter. We know that vitamin C helps to boost your immune system or helps your immune system to function optimally, but they are looking at some specific cancers to see if we can tell which cancers specifically that vitamin C helps you not to get, that research is still ongoing. So we may be able to tell you in a few years which specific cancers vitamin C prevents. They've also looked at vitamin C and protecting against eye disease, particularly age-related macular degeneration and cataracts. Again, that research is ongoing. And there's one thing that I thought as I looked at this research that we're still looking at is they're looking at the possibility of vitamin C as a way of treating lead toxicity. And, you know, we've looked at uh, the lead in the drinking water in several places. That's been a really big thing in the last few years. And the reason it's such a big thing is because once you get exposed to lead as a child and it gets in your system, we don't know any way to ever get it out. And so people who get brain damaged from lead, they are brain damaged for life because we have no specific treatment. There are a group of researchers that are now looking at whether or not vitamin C supplements may have an effect on helping those young people who have been exposed to lead. I think that is really, really important for us to look at, and I'm excited to see what that data looks like. The bottom line is vitamin C is water-soluble, so you have to take it or consume foods that are high in it. It has lots of benefits for your overall health, and it's something that you should have as part of your wellness arsenal. So hopefully this will help you. Remember those foods that you can find vitamin C in, bell pepper, Kiwi fruits, strawberries, oranges, papayas, broccoli, tomato, kale, snow peas, and even guava. As always, thank you for joining me for the Ask Dr. Jill podcast. 
To stay connected, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and you follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And always visit us at askdrjill.net. We have lots of goodies on the webpage. I hope this episode has brought you one step closer to living a healthier life. If you are looking to become a patient in my practice, please visit us at our website at askdrjill.net and click on the link, Become a Patient. Or you can call us at 972-298-2099. And we'll also have this information and other great information in the show notes. Until next time, blessings to you and those you love. And I'll chat with you at your next Ask Dr. Jill podcast appointment. Just a reminder, this podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for care by a doctor or other qualified health professional. This podcast is provided with the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. If you are looking for help on your journey to wellness, seek assistance from a qualified medical professional. It is important that you have someone in your corner that is qualified, trained, licensed health practitioner, helping you make the health changes you desire as you venture toward the healthiest you possible.